Because when we talk about GameStop, yeah, this is what comes to my mind. Last week, I was in a queue. An, an interactive queue now, because we're social distancing. For one hour and 12 minutes to get a PS5. <laughs> Did you get it? Now I go in my room and I still have a PS4 in my room. <laughs> what happened at the end of the queue? Out of stock. Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, aka black guy in your neighborhood, aka my mother's favorite rapper, and this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast. Baby! Baby. Ladies, gentlemen, and others, this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast with your friendly neighborhood lawyer, the black guy in your neighborhood, and 40. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for bigging me up there. Just playing all 40. You've had that one in the head, haven't you? You've been waiting on that one. <laughs> the FKA Naughty 40. FK. I only just figured out what FKA meant. And share oh, it for really? the room. Share it for the room. What the fuck? Formerly, <laughs> formerly known as. So it's formally. So it's FK Twigs normally. That's what. Hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Known as exactly. Have we hit a deeper, darker criminal secret here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're, we're here. This is officially episode one. All the other episodes were pretenders. It was j- just me stroking my ego, as per usual. We're, <laughs> we're here with the actual I'm episode I'm glad it was one. only your ego you were stroking. <laughs> hey, Gary. Is that especially, how especially, actually, since you've got on that, yeah. since you like to, you know, ruin people's dreams oh, yeah. and make it into something else, I'm glad that that has been said right there for you. Because <laughs> you ruined yeah. my dream, bro. <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> Every, I every just t- say I had a wet dream. <laughs> every time Busy speaks to me and talks about that that nap episode, um, yeah. So just go back and listen to that. Isn't it? So, so yeah. Um, quick story. You know, I'm the only one wearing glasses on this podcast for people that are listening. Um, I'm not sure. Do you guys wear glasses? Nope. I got prescribed glasses when I was about twelve, and I've never worn them since. Okay. They give me a headache. Oh, but oh, I yeah. should wear them because you know when I play on Xbox and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I can't uh, I can't see people far away. Like I've been playing with someone, and they're like over there on the hill on the hill, shoot them, and I'm like where where? So yeah, I should really wear them. Well, that's how I am in real life. Your Xbox experience is my life every single day. Ah, see, I'm I'm not that bad yet. Thank yeah, God. I'm I'm short sighted. Say I took my glasses off during this pod, I wouldn't be able to. You'd just be a blur on oh. the screen. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, just to just to preface, um, it is we're in a pandemic, so this is a sh- socially distanced podcast. Hopefully, one day we'll get back in the studio and do this for real. I'll see you guys in real life. Hopefully, not too soon because I don't like being around people. Um, <laughs> Thanks <enough>. again. <laughs> I just come I'm out just... the gate with the disses. <laughs> So, so yeah, my mum, when I was little, she I got glasses because I was short-sighted. I thought, you know, maybe my eyes weren't the same. You know when, like, you, you grow up and you think you have a superpower? You know, like, you know, in um, those hero shows where you think, oh, they've got a superpower. They just discovered that, like, they can fly. So What was your superpower? Blurry vision? Yeah, I thought <laughs> mine was, like, you know, 
I was backwards. You know? <laughs> like my, my superpower was backwards. So let me not say the rude word, the R word. But yeah, my superpower was a backwards superpower. <laughs> what reversed? <laughs> yeah, reversed. <laughs> that sounds that sounds industry standard. That sounds that sounds clean. Reverse. Well, you know, I think the people with the the afflictions or whatever normally they turn out to be the villains, not the heroes, innit? Man said afflictions. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I could have been angry that you, Mrs. Fitzmaurice, why can't I see the board? Ah, and then I get yeah. angry. <laughs> turned into big farmer, the super villain. <laughs> big farmer. Big farmer. So, so my mum, I don't know if this is an African thing or a Nigerian thing, but she said, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> she said, she said, Tommy, just wear your glasses for just a few years, just a few years, your eyesight will improve. 20 years later, I'm still wearing glasses. My mom lied to me. She told me, even now she calls me and says, are you, are you still wearing those glasses? And I'm thinking, yeah, do you want me to crash on the, on the, on the A1? <laughs> like, it, it, it is typical of mothers like at any age to, to think that you're not doing what, you know, you need to do. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter that, you know, it's like 20, 20 years since the, the, the day you got glasses. Yeah. You still believe that you'll just go around and not wear glasses because you want to be a naughty little so-and-so. So, yeah. like, nah, she nah. Thinks, she I, thinks glasses I can't see, but let me just tell eyesight. you. I can't see, but let me, you know, yeah, let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me assure you that I'm still wearing the glasses because, yeah. you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a bad boy here. Don't want to just go without glasses. I can't yeah. see. No, no, she thinks really that Glasses were meant to improve my eyes. Like you only wear them for a little bit, like you know, like antibiotics. Like it'll, it'll cure your infection. So glasses will cure my blindness. <laughs> so she thought, wear glasses for a few years and then take them off, and then suddenly I've got supervision. When really, when I take off my glasses, I feel like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about getting them lasered? Can you get them lasered? Oh no, you. You know, I've got a friend who got it done, you know, and they, they said it's good. Ooh, that's a controversial one. It's that should have been kept for our new segment, Real Talk. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that one, yeah, I've heard some people have got laser, laser, whatever it is, yeah, LASIK surgery, and they yeah. have to go back every few years. Yeah, I think it only lasts so long. Yeah, because their eyesight is worse than it was before they got it. But oh, I think really? that's, that might be more of a psychological thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, probably like when your eyes start deteriorating again. Yeah, yeah, like, you get, you get nah, shook. I don't like, want oh, it to be like, to... yeah, 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 let me yeah. go back. Let me get it redone. <laughs> I guess <laughs> some people don't like glasses in it, so it's probably a better option for them. Yeah. You know, I, they want... I, I got prescribed glasses and I shouldn't have been prescribed them by a... Um, a salesman. Very, a very reputable uh, optician. Who <laughs> shall name nameless. Oh, man. Um, the salesman in it that's what it is like they probably want to hit targets or whatever well i've i had them for what three four years and actually wore them especially because i saw for migraine so when i'd have a migraine i'd wear them mm -hmm. then i went to the optician um recently and i was like like doc i think my eyes are getting worse my migraines she was like y you shouldn't had you shouldn't have had those glasses like just done a check on your vision and they're completely fine who, who gave mm -hmm. you them i was like uh, optician that show a name nameless but they always say that you should have gone there um so i did respect savers won it uh, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't talk i don't i don't no comment <laughs> um, <No> snitching <laughs> yeah i six nine
Right. This segment here, right here, is called Top 3. Top 3 Selected. If we had the license to use Get's track, we would use it at this point, but man doesn't want to get sued. And this topic, here we explore Top 3s. It's pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does exactly what it says on the tin. I mean, well, which top three are we going for this week, then? Top three. Producer tags. I like it. Jeez. See how we came out the gate? The gate, yeah, was closed, and we just came out the gate with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hopped over it. <laughs> just came out the gate. So, should I start? Should I begin? So we're, we're talking producer tags across any genre oh. that uses a producer tag. So it's like any hip-hop genres, really, isn't hip-hop, it? Hip-hop, hip-hop. And that's just to reiterate, this is predominantly um, an urban podcast. So, you know, Mr. Jackson... Oh, that Jackson, problematic word. Yeah, Mr. Jackson, who wrote, <laughs> voted Brexit, who's just looking to see if we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Yes, they do matter. But that's not the that's not the um topic for today, Mr. Jackson that voted for Brexit. We're just talking urban. Don't shoot. <laughs> Mr. Jackson definitely <laughs> came in to to whatever pharmacy you were in and shouted at you, didn't he? Because that is yeah, that was a direct shot at Mr. Jackson. He's the guy that called me a racist. Anyway, mm. producer tags. I got Mike Will made it. Can you also do the producer tag when you say it? <laughs> Mike Will made it. <laughs> Mike Will made it. <laughs> we, got, we got, okay, little John. That's an old school one mm. for you. For you, Utes. Mm. I mean, I, I only kept it to three. So I'll, I'll no, let you well, guys I mean, do your... It, it is top three, isn't it? So. <laughs> I mean, I mean but, well, yeah. It is to, I, 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 kept but I was just thinking, you know, I, I never really thought of Little John's as a tag, but I guess it was. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Little John is the like the pioneer of all this. He was I like, mean, a, that was like a feature tag, wasn't it? Because I, d- yeah. I don't know if he did it on the beats. <sighs> like if he produced for someone, didn't he produce mm. all the Pitbull stuff? But he's a producer, and that's his tag. But yeah, no, I get is it. That more, is that more of a catchphrase? I think so, you know. Yeah, it might be. It might I might be. have to get disqualified. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, uh, and then I got Young Metro. Has, <laughs> oh, that's out. Yeah, yeah, disallowed. <laughs> VAR. And then Young Metro, if he doesn't trust you, he's going to shoot you. And that's, that's a free, that's a, um, I'm pra- paraphrasing because, you know, I didn't say that. Young Metro. Was it Future that said it? It was Future. Future, yeah. Is that is that his tag? I don't, I... That is his tag. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's he's got numerous tags, tag. but that's his, that's his like, go-to tag. I mean, if you hear a track and you, you hear Young Me- if Young Metro doesn't trust you, he's going to shoot you. I mean, everyone's like on alert at that point. That's like, a, a threatening tag right there. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you if you mess up his taxes, for example, are you going to get shot then? Is, <laughs> an, is, is, an, is his accountant on, on his head on a swivel? You know, if the bank messes... If, if McDonald's messes up his order, is he going to shoot the cashier? <laughs> Do you think he makes his order and, like, plays his tag afterwards? Like, can I have, like, a six-piece chicken nugget with chips? And it's like, if your Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> Actually, I think Future said he would shoot them. So you've got to be looking around for 
for like for a big black guy in, in blonde dreadlocks. Eating cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> trying to shoot you in McDonald's. Oh my gosh, just trying to do my job. Anyway, which, which what's yours? Let's go with BZ. What's yours? I have got... <clears throat> if I go in order, out of my top three. Top My number three is a, is a quite recent one. Take Keith. Fuck these N words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, that 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 sort of came in with, I think it was the two songs. It was the Drake song, mm. um, that Look Alive, and then it was Travis Scott, um, bro, the one with, the one with Drake as well, um, Sicko Mode. It 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 was just it was sprinkled nicely like. Like like Salt Bay. Yeah. Salt Bay all over the track. <laughs> it just um, added a little something. Number two is 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 dear to my heart. Just Blaze. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. I got just Blaze and Man as well. It's just just oh, oh, everything about it. Just it's just simple but just like I'm just, disappointed just you didn't kiss. mention it, T. I, I I thought I was going really old school with OK. <laughs> but I'm got, trying to, yeah, disqualified. I'm trying to appeal to the youth, you see. The I youth don't you, know about just please. No, no, I disagree with that because I think the perfect well not the perfect, because there's so many Jay-Z songs where it was perfectly used. But one of the top use of it was in Drake's song Lord Knows on oh. um on Take Care. Just Blaze the worst nightmare. That's a youth song. An even better mm. use than pump it up. Oh no, that's the classic one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but the, the the youths don't know about Pump It Up. Maybe they've gone back and looked at it now. But I don't think <laughs> Pump It Up would be the same without that tag. That, yeah, that's I one mean, of that, those tags that made the song. There's a story about <laughs> I haven't finished my top three, but there's a story about Jay Z obviously beefing with Joe Budden because yeah. he wanted the Pump It Up beat. He must have heard yeah, yeah. the Just Blaze producer tag and said, "Nah, I need this. Like, I don't care about the beat. It's the producer tag. <laughs> it's Just Blaze." Jay Z made his own. Jay Z made his own version of that, of, yeah, of pump it up. Because it's just Blaze. I mean, Joe Budden's one was better, um, arguably, but you know, Jay Z made his own version. So, and my yeah. number one, um, if Young Metro don't trust you, yeah, and I mean, I, and 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 simply, I, I'd put it number one simply because of just what it done to that that Kanye Father Stretch My Hands part yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just it's just it's just beautifully dropped. Yeah, I love I love just, I love yeah. the um the contrast between what the track says and what the um the tag means. Like if Young Metro <laughs> doesn't doesn't trust you, he's gonna shoot you. And then you have like a nice Christian track. You exactly, know? Like, the like, juxtaposition. Just, just imagine, like, just like nobody at that point when they say yeah. it there in that song, think about uh, future pulling up yeah, yeah. with a Draco. Outside of church, like because of your trust issues, like nobody thinks of that. You just think, if your metro don't trust you, I'm a shoe. It's just it's amazing, man. Imagine, but that's my top three. <laughs> yeah, 40. Thanks, BZ. Yeah, 40. what you got? Uh, just Blaze got to be in there. Yeah, uh, I struggled, you know. I, I was thinking. What what are the best tags by themselves? Not what are the best producers. So mm. I was thinking, like, who's made the best tracks? Like, and then they have a tag. So I tried to whittle it down. Uh, right, who's got the most catchy tags? 
just some some mentions to be in there. Mike Will made it was definitely a, a mention, but not top three. Obviously, you've already said. Um, don't know if it's really a producer tag, but Maybach music, another classic one. I, I'll disqualify that, but I do think that's amazing. I yeah, think it's that's... just like it's just it's just the fact that it's it's Maybach music, <laughs> but like yeah. obviously it's just added to like whoever's producing the track. Yeah, it, it it's another catchy one. Um, is he called J.R. Rotten? The guy who produced for like JLS and Sean Kingston. Mm. JR! Your way to beauty. <laughs> but I think he had another one that was like JR. That was catchy, but look, none of them are in the top three. I just wanted to throw them out there. But the top threes, just Blaze, Mustard. Oh, Mustard on the Week. That one, you know, that one's you know, super catchy. Do you, know, do you know what's so good about that one as well? Is when he slows it down and it still works. Like if he's just going for like a slow track and say, "Muzzle yeah. under me." Hmm? Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works well. Um, do you know who said one, that? Do you know who said that? YG, no? Was it YG? Yeah, yeah. YG, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the top one for me, I had to bring it over this side of the pond. It's got to be Swifter beat as... I'm not going to do it because I'm going to butcher <laughs> it. But the the sound he has that comes in before the drop, he's looking puzzled. What Swift the beats? I thought you were going to say Swiss beats. Nah, not Swiss beats. Swift no, the no, beat, educate man. me. What Swift the beats? I'm interested, no? Uh, I can't do it. It goes something like, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to butcher it. But just before the drop that comes in, that's legendary. That's my number that's one. True. That's true. Is that a, is that a new monkey thing? No, <laughs> no it's not. It's, it's a grime producer, bro. Oh, You're showing your okay. age, bro. Oh, oh man. Or just yeah. lack thereof. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to educate you a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. You hit right. some absolute notes right there, forty. I'm gonna be stuck in my head all day. <laughs> I think you got. I think you should. You should um, explore that avenue, forty man. Oh, but you know, like not to onto the subject still of um stroking egos. We've forgotten another um a, another tag. Naughty forty. Oh well, you know that <laughs> would have been number mentioned. one, but I couldn't pick myself up. I was hoping oh. one of you would put it in your top three, but you know. <laughs> you on, know? on that on that tag forty, how much emphasis was put on the naughty? Like. <laughs> Look, I just said to Jamila, I need a tag. Will you say my name? And she said it like 10 times and I just picked one out. It was on a voice note on WhatsApp. Shout out Jamila, man. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let, me, let me relax. You know what's making me laugh? Wait, wait, wait. wait. You know what's making me laugh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll know when you fucking tell us <laughs> I don't know what's making you laugh Respect Jamila, you know We, we all love Jamila and that But it's just The, the, the image of Jamila saying your name like 10 times <laughs> On the phone <laughs> You get lots of messages from Jamila just saying Naughty, naughty like, Just on a voice It was just one voice note in it She probably said it Four or five times Oh god And I just picked one out Yeah yeah. Well, she not, it doesn't sound like too. her That's what's scary 
It sounds I like didn't you... know it was Jamila until today. That's amazing. It sounds like you got like um, you know, someone from Buckingham Palace to say. Oh really? Yeah. I wanted it to sound <laughs> northeastern, you know, like <laughs> a bit sexy but a bit northeastern as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't sound like. But it's a great tag, man. It's a great tag. And, I'm glad yeah, you went with that to make it northeastern and not just meet you at the door. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on to our next segment, and this one is called "What Enough." Now, the, now the title is a work in progress, but we're just talking about what's viral, what's going on, what caught our eyes, especially on Twitter. What's caught you know your what? eye? T. <laughs> mm. You know what caught my eyes? Listen, guys. Let me before I conclude. Let me explain here. I enjoy anatomy. In school, I got a B for biology. I was in those class enjoying the human body. Okay? I respect, especially women's bodies, I respect them highly. And here, we have a challenge. A few weeks after what they call the Busset Challenge. Listen, I've been studying. I've been doing my Twitters, sometimes doing my Googles. You've been studying... I've been studying. I've been studying. Spending extra time on it, huh? <laughs> and then, what caught my eye? These past couple of weeks, something called the silhouette challenge. Now, I'm all for women showing off what they've got. But I hate when people disrespect it. I go into those challenge challenges with my eyes, thinking, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. But when t- people are taking the P word, it really grinds my gears. As they say in America, it really breaks my balls. How so, can a woman, yeah? She's doing the silhouette challenge, yeah? I see one silhouette challenge. I know, you're, I know, I, I go in there thinking, okay, I know what I'm expecting. And then the silhouette is a dinosaur. Have you seen that one? No. No, busy on 40 are like what the hell is this guy on no, no. I was just I was just listening to the way you say silhouette silhouette <laughs> that's how you know he's into this challenge he's like he's like he's that future meme where it's like I've been watching your silhouette challenge but if I put me and you together I'll say silhouette where you at that's how he moves <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, you've been enjoying the silhouette challenge. Yes, yeah, you yeah. Have reality, but it's not. You? It's not. It's not about being um, a pervert. You know, like I like. I'm interested in these challenges. It's not about being. It's not all about that. What um, interests interest- you? Do you know what it is, right? <laughs> I think. I, <laughs> I think <laughs> women should be able to do whatever they want. Exactly. They can do whatever they want if it makes them feel good. You know, to to put that out on the internet, it's obviously not going to be for everyone. But one of the worrying things I heard is guys are putting like a, a filter on them so they can see the goodies. So you know, the, the silhouette's you know, there because they got this red light. They put a filter on it, and then all of a sudden things become a bit less of a silhouette. That is a bit more wild. Visible, you know. You know, you know what, yeah, you know what, yeah, guys. Let's not giving you any honest. ideas, T. Sorry. Our, let's be honest with ourselves here, men. And I'm a man myself. I know myself. Men are trash. Men we are some creatures, aren't we? Like, men are creepy. 
<laughs> it's I, true. I've got three sisters, yeah? If I tell you the... Nah, listen, I'm, I'm not even going to put it on this podcast. If I tell you the stories I've heard from my sisters, you'll be amazed. But men are just trash. Men will find a way. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> if you... if It's true. If you have a man, for example, that never wants to work, mm-hmm. that never wants to get money, just put some breast, breast and bum at a job and he'll crawl hand and foot to get to that job. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, I, like, after, like, I'm at an age where I think, you know what? Let me be taken out on Thursday nights because I'm trash. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> you know, the bin men come on Friday morning. So would you, would, you put one of these, would you put one of these filters on a silhouette challenge? Nah, team? I don't have the time. I've, I've got a job. You know those men that don't have jobs? Like, All right, mean, this is a question, though, yeah. Even if I did have the time, I wouldn't do it. That sounded Th- terrible. This is a even question. if I did uh, have the time, I wouldn't do it. Disclaimer. A question for BZ. Where, where does the stand sort of in terms of criminality... <laughs> if the woman's posting it out there I suppose like at that point it can be edited however somebody chooses to edit it if they put a filter on it and expose something is that legal? Oh before BZ continues um, just to make it clear to everyone BZ is a lawyer so this is a legitimate question okay go and, on BZ and add a disclaimer on there that I am in no position to provide any legal advice to anybody <laughs> and y'all should just stop putting this filter on the silhouette challenges. It's not right. It's not right. Now, to answer your question, purely and simple, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I know that there's an ele- there's, there's, there's clearly an element of what, what a woman is consenting to and um, an element of free it's not sort of free speech but you know putting out something that you want to put on the internet it's like it's like putting out a um a video of yourself or a, a picture of yourself you know like only fans and all that sort of stuff you don't consent to somebody taking that and then posting it somewhere else or doing something else with it so if a guy puts <laughs> a filter on a silhouette challenge and then is now i don't know reposting that <laughs> with all its glory out you're going to find yourself in some problems, my friend. Yeah, I get, so, uh, I get that the reposting part's definitely going to be problematic, isn't it? But I mean, if it's just for a, you know, <laughs> one for the wank bank personally, <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, uh, <laughs> 40, bro. 40. I'm just joking. Men are trash. You know. Men are trash, yeah. There's yeah, so many other ways are. that you can figure out <laughs> There's so many other ways that you can figure out to, to, to relieve yourself. I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. But that brings a us on to challenge. Uh, there's another interesting side of that when we talk about like a, a similar lane. People deep fake porn now. What? Oh, mate. You know, deep fakes where mm-hmm. people like put someone else's face on something. Yeah. So they'll take somebody who's not doing porn, they'll mm-hmm. get a porn and they'll put that person's face on the porn. That's just weird, man. Everyone should just every guy yeah should have a free like a, a free copy of Football Manager. <laughs> just keep the hands. So busy many things that just you won't you won't figure out how to find this filter. You won't figure out how <laughs> yeah. to deep fake things if you're just trying to get your local club to the top and win the Champions League. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a better feeling than all the shit. So this segment here, we're calling it Real Talk, where we talk about you know 
stuff that's real. <laughs> Is that a good way to explain it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what we got busy? What are we talking about? What we got? What we got? So this week, we're gonna get into the the, the music a little bit. Yeah. The music realness, music industry, and that. Um, Spotify uh, released their uh, fourth quarter figures. Um, showed a drop in shares. Um, wasn't something that you know wasn't it wasn't like a, a plummeted. Um, it was, there's no people on Reddit going on and trying to buy up <laughs> Spotify shares and stuff. Um, but I think from their forecast, it showed a bit of a concern of a, of a of a bit of a plummet. Spotify this week released a statement basically saying that you know um, things are looking great and um, shares will obviously sort of go back up and uh, put in a lot of emphasis on podcasts so we know that spotify has been you know they bought the joe rogan podcast for like i think it was like a hundred million dollars crazy um yeah you god when god when we're, we're here we're here spotify we're <laughs> in your neighborhood you know? oh yeah yeah i mean <laughs> you know you know there's, there's... i'm not joe budding i'll negotiate a quick you know 10 mil for myself and a quid for tea and 40 you know <laughs> um yeah, and uh, I think they also, you know, bought, I think it's podcast. Michelle Obama's on Spotify. Do you know? what? I don't know. So I, does I this mean that music is on the way out and everyone's just listening and that to podcasts is, now? And that is my question. That is my question. And, hmm. and, and, and my take is, my hot take is that the music industry is not as profitable as it once was. And I think the shares of Spotify and their release of this press saying, well, podcast is going to lead the way is testament to that. Hmm. What do you think? I think we've started this podcast at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what though? It's CDs, the CD era, like it's, it's known, isn't it? That that was when everyone was killing it money wise. So CDs were that cheap yeah. to produce. And there was that many people going out and buying them because there wasn't the internet to go on and stream that they were killing it. So I think I think it's probably not as profitable as then. Um, but you know, is it is it still profitable for sure? Probably more so for these these big entities like Spotify than the artists themselves, right? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing at this moment, current moment in time, it is, but. If Spotify don't continue growing their podcast unit, I think shares will, can, would continue to drop if it's sort of like Spotify is just solely focusing on music. Apple Music's now going into podcasting and sort of trying to get into that lane because I think music will always, in a sense, be profitable. But in terms of even these big companies, the, the money's not coming in in the same way that it's coming in with like audiobooks, with podcasts. Obviously, for the artists, it's, it's, it's not great. The money's not great. The labels, like I'd imagine like Universal and all those sort of people, they will make money regardless because they hold people's masters. They hold more than just the music. But companies like Spotify, they, they moved so far away from like getting exclusive titles for music because I think they realised that that don't work. Like the signing of like Drake or something for like an exclusive deal does not work like the signing of uh, uh, Joe Rogan or Joe mm. Budden. Mm. And that's where I think music... And the fact that just so much music is coming out, you know, music artists aren't finding, they're not going to find a profitable side straight away, but neither are these these streaming companies. 
Hence where you're probably going to get more sort of distributions companies, independent acts or people selling their masters like they've been like Little Wayne's been doing or things like uh, a number of artists selling it to these like investment vehicles. So I agree, it's always going to be somewhat profitable, but I think even to like an Apple Music or Spotify, I think they're going to look at it and think, why don't we just, you know, put more money into like the podcasting or the audio book or do all what, that sort what, of What stuff. is the reason for that though? So let's say people were signing up. So you've got to think that where does their profits come from? So obviously advertising, uh, but then people signing up and, and, and being members and, and, and paying a monthly fee. So let's say that they were doing well, having growth, making profits based off music streaming. What What's changed? Are people not streaming music as much? Are people not as interested in music? So people aren't signing up as much? Well, people aren't actually... People, of course, are still listening to music, but you're getting more people just, you know, traditionally just listen to, to podcasts or to audiobooks. Those are the things that people are probably listening to do on their way to and from work. Whereas at the start of Spotify, at the start of Apple Music, you know, where you would normally have your your CDs in the car, the, the joyous thing of them of that, of that company at the time was, like, shit, everything's on a streaming service. So to and from, you're listening to music. So there's been a shift there. Mm. So with that shift would mean that people are probably listening, not to say people are listening to music significant, significantly less, but people are listening to podcasts significantly more. Do you know what I think that's so, due to? My theory is that, you know, we live in a very um, quick gratification kind of world, social media, memes, short videos, music, the, the, the amount of music you've got being thrown at you on social media and whatnot. It's very saturated. I think podcasts are a bit of a way for people to kind of simmer down from all of that. Maybe that's why people listen mm -hmm. to podcasts more than, than you know, playing the favourite playlists. I don't think music's ever going to die off, but that, that's maybe why podcasts are kind of creeping in as something that's a little bit more substantial than than it was in the past. I'll, I'll add to that, and I think with my theory as well is, you know, these streaming services are only as profitable as the top the top dogs, the top the top artists, and the top artists aren't releasing music, apart from you know someone like Drake who's just going to like continue release music, but the top artists don't release music regularly enough. Cause if, when, when Drake releases music or uh, we're talking sort of like hip hop here, when Drake or like Kendrick Lamar, especially Kendrick Lamar or like Jay-Z and Beyonce, when they release music, wherever it is, it's going to be a spike in listening. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a spike. But if they're not releasing regularly and they don't have to, and that's the way that they want to roll because it's their musical integrity it's going to be a hit for these streaming services where like music is coming in thick and fast and people just take it in and then move, take it in and then move. So following a release schedule of an artist and the fact that music and a streaming service is, if they're focusing solely on music, it's going to be aligned to these top dogs. It's going to make for less listenership. Yeah, they've, they've devalued the, the music. Really they've devalued it because if you think compared to before, you would buy maybe a cd or something you would make sure you got your money's worth out of it you would listen to it over and over whereas now because it's so accessible for that relatively small monthly fee for most people you just listen to music you skip through you might just be like man i'm done with that one you know and then you are waiting for something yeah. else to come out you wait yeah podcast is every week it's every week yeah yeah 
yeah, it's it is a new episode, new episode, new episode. So why not put your money into a podcast into podcasting and buy the service as opposed to like it's back in the day where they were given Drake twenty million to release exclusively on Apple Music. But he's not going to release every, every every month. He's not going to release every year. You know, Kendrick's even worse. He's only going to release and three that, or four that times. being said, though, so I'm saying, you know, it's quick to skip through the music. It's a lot easier to make music as well. So there's a lot more art, artists to choose from. But I think the, the, the counter to that, so I'm saying, all right, people skip through music, then they're waiting for music. But actually, there's a lot more music for them to listen to. So that should keep things mm-hmm. up. The only downside to that is, you know, I think if if labels or, or streaming services are running things how many people can they invest in they're still going to only try and push the top ones and those ones that are being pushed the top ones are the ones that people want to wait for so maybe they're doing themselves in a little bit by putting money behind certain artists maybe they need to mm-hmm. kind of try and um have their the fingers in more pies is that the is that the phrase that's what they're or doing more pots yeah <laughs> no yeah Pies and pots. Fingers and pots is quite dangerous. Fingers <laughs> and pies is mad, especially during this period. I mean, is the pot is the pot hot? Because, like, bro, why would you put your finger in a pot? I don't know what the phrase is. You know, <laughs> has it got water in? Is it sizzling? <laughs> I think it's fingers and pies, or hands in more baskets, no. something like that. Yeah, no, it's fingers and pies. But, T will think it's fingers in a Nigerian party by name. It's fingers in jollof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't ever put your fingers in my jollof. Oh my gosh, if that happens, oh, civil war. Um, and ultimately that means that, yeah, the music industry is... Uh, <laughs> to, to transition back to what we were talking about yeah. from the jollof. Um, yeah. Um, music we'll industry is in trouble. In, 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 interesting decade, I think, is coming up. We might might be eradicated like the 2012. Just to get, is there, is there? I was going to say, just to get another side of it, as as an yeah. artist who's just released something to, you know, what yeah. without trying to kind of get in your pockets, what what's kind of profitability looking like as an artist? <laughs> as would, an EP, I'm interested. <laughs> I, I would say <laughs> from <laughs> from from um from the first album, I made like probably. Fifty pounds, jeez, all in. Wow, <laughs> fifty pounds. So I'm expecting like around that figure this time. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe a bit closer to the three figures. Mm. Maybe a bit closer to the hundred. But do you feel like it's, it's a fair? Uh, do you receive a fair payment for the amount of of plays your music gets? Uh, like I don't I don't want to be an artist that's all about about money, but to be honest. Let's be very honest, it's not. It definitely isn't. Like, if you see your one track has got... This is not to brag or nothing. If one track has got, like, 10,000 plays and then in your distro kid account, you've got, like, £20 in there, you're thinking, what? I think it's like, about it's about £3.50 for yeah. 1,000 players from Spotify, from what, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So something doesn't add up. So that's a thousand players. Now, if somebody bought your album and just played every track Mm -hmm. once, there's twelve players. But they might have. I mean, you you might have sold the album for a fiver. Exactly. Yeah, it does seem a little bit off, doesn't it? Yeah, which makes more sense. So I'm heading in the direction whereby I'm thinking of all these things where, you know, 
Cause good album, great, great album in my opinion. Cause I made it, <laughs> but like I'm thinking, what's the point of making an album? Like I put it out there, people liked it. I think, what you think? Like, what's the point of making an album? Mm. Which sounds terrible, and that wouldn't be my mindset ten years ago. But if it's not for pause, self gratification. Why am I making this album? I think an album, from a from an artist's point of view, it's good for c- cementing yourself as somebody who can do it. You know, you, sh- you show yeah. people that you can do it. It's kind of good for your, your legacy as an artist. Yeah. But I think the market... Good for your ego as well. Let's be honest. Good for your ego as well. Like, rappers have egos. For sure. Oh, you put out, oh, you put out an album. Oh, fantastic. Like, when you say album, they're like, oh... You're working. Yeah, it makes you, it makes you seem serious, yeah. But I think yeah, the market yeah. is a singles market in terms of growing your fan base. Singles, people, it, it's quick, isn't it? People just want the quick fix. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. behind the scenes, like to the listeners, I was discussing with both Busy and Forty because these two guys are probably two of the most honest guys to, for me in the um, industry. You need to get you guys one of, one of these each. <laughs> <laughs> talking about you like your accessories <laughs> but like <laughs> buy one get one free yeah, yeah. You, need, you need another white and a black guy and you, I'm joking but like like um, you need people that are honest around you so with BZ he would tell me okay that, that's rubbish that's rubbish Forty would tell me okay this is what you need to do and I was di- I think I was discussing it with you guys whereby even if I'm going to put out another project it would be in parts just because, going back to what you were saying, BZ, and what you were saying, 40, everything is just so um, saturated and going so quickly. Everyone's got a short attention span. Yeah, you can have a solid, like, big body of work and it kind of yeah. gets quickly brushed over. Petered out, like, oh, and then you get people years later saying, oh, I didn't know you had that yeah. track on track on your album. Oh, it's banging. This is years later when, you know, the, the momentum has gone. <laughs> so, so... And it's time to be, it's time for artists now to think logically. That's what I think. Yeah. Just be logic. Just be logical. Forget your ego. Leave your ego at the door. I know some artists are like album artists. You see, you see some people that have brought out albums in the industry. And then you see a person that's brought out three singles and it surpassed that person that's brought out Mm -hmm. albums. And that doesn't diminish the talent of the person with albums. It's just, they it's more strategy. Yeah, it's art against business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to use strategy. If you want to make it in this, and this is something I've had to learn over the past few years. If you want to make it, if you want to be seen, you've got to put yourself, you put, got to put your power behind, maybe even just a single. But like, like, exactly like what you are saying, back in the day, you know, you get an album, you go and buy that disc, you put yeah. it on. Like, it's the first thing you're going to put on because you've just bought it. Now, if you're if if you're looking at you know streaming services as being your you know your, your local HMV, the way of getting that on is to get it on a playlist or something because that's what people are going to listen to. So that's why you're going to get the guy who makes three singles or makes singles specifically because he knows that or she knows that it's going to be on a playlist. It's going to be picked up. And it's going to make them more money than sitting and making an album. So I agree with you. The album is going to be more of a you know you've. You're an artist and you've made an album. Great. Brilliant. But in terms of, is that going to be what, you know, if, if, the, if, the, if the long-term goal is to, you know, feed your kids with music and be your job, 
you're probably going to be better off sticking with making singles yeah. and getting them on a playlist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, becomes, the, that's... it becomes a question of artist integrity. Yeah. Um, and how an artist wants to move within the music business per se, if, 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 if that's what they want to do or, you know, just, just, just do what, just do what you want to do and put it on Patreon. Or start on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, for upcoming artists, I would say personally, even my, to my this is advice to myself. If you build a fan base, I mean, I mean, Russ, as annoying as he is, he gave good advice. Like build a fan base with singles, and then you know, once once the fan base that you've got solid fan base, they'll ask for an album. Then you do the album. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got people that's who what, appreciate that. that bigger body of work that you've put your, your exactly. heart and soul into. Exactly. Next topic we've got is track of the week. Uh, where we pick our favorite tracks of the week. <laughs> it, it could be mind blown. <laughs> Where's the, you know? So we're gonna predominantly stick to um, urban tracks, R and B, hip hop. But I might throw in a bit of you know Oasis to appeal to my Caucasian fans. Um, you know. So yes, a bit of Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys for you for nostalgia. But no, I'm not going for that this week. This week. I'm going to stay true to myself and go with Erica Banks, Boss It. That's my track of the week, Reality. Is, is that you know the that song track? from Buss the Boss It Challenge? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Boss oh, It. Wow. So I'm going to put we're, that link on. 40. There. We're learning something a bit disturbing about T. <laughs> I know. think he's got, That's a good he's track. got an obsession, Annie. No, no. Between the silhouette <laughs> and the bus yeah. No, Bro. that track that track is actually good. Have, have you I mean, been doing your own how... challenge at home to it? <laughs> no comment. Name <laughs> my lawyers here. Rap, rap or sing some of the verse. Eh, let's catch you out. No, 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 no. You be like, that. all I know is bus it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Okay, moving on, eh? <laughs> I haven't even listened to the song. I don't know if it's any good or not. The bit I heard didn't it's, really it's do it for okay. me. It's okay. It's you said okay. it's your It'll track of the week, and you're saying it's just okay. No, no, I mean, like, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> Easy, what are you saying? What's your track of the week? I so my track of the week, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not just gonna go for the the, the simple of two quality albums that have came out, Commercial Break, oh, and Forty and B's, back back to the start. Thank you. Stream both, absolute quality bodies of work. Um, I'm gonna go with a a rapper from up here. Um, you may have heard of him actually, uh, Blix. So it's spelled with an X. So it's spelled B L I X K Z. Mm-hmm. He's just dropped a song called Skating. Um, I, I like it. I like it a lot, and um, I think it's 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 so good to see sort of a young a, a young rapper from up here who obviously you know like like T and I have you know emigrated up here in in your neighbourhood, yeah. and um, he's you know getting the support he needs from like people up here in terms of magazines, um, getting getting the love from up here, and he's you know doing someone he's lo- someone he's loves, and he's good at um, and he's released a really good song. It's like a Jay Huss kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Um, yeah, go stream that, man. I'll have to check it out. I haven't heard of him, yeah. but definitely check it out. All about supporting some uh, some up-and-coming artists from the area, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, yeah. 
It's got to be Getz's new one, No Mercy. Do, do, do. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but uh, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's different, man. It's a different vibe, but I like it. With with Pass Selly Sally you and um, what's that mad yeah. what's that mad what's that mad guy Pass silhouette. <laughs> I thought that's what you were gonna say, you know. I was all the way back to the silhouette. Yeah. What's what's that mad one? Backroom guy. Back road back- G, I think it is, isn't it? Oh, listen, I need to start. I need to start studying <laughs> these artists before they come and. <laughs> Backroom G. <laughs> ba- what do you call him? Backdoor G. <laughs> That's, that sounds a bit suspect, man. <laughs> no disrespect to Backroad G. I know he sounds like he's about it, so... Yeah, I wouldn't want to disrespect <laughs> so, him. No disrespect at all. <laughs> Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, a.k.a. black guy in your neighbourhood, a.k.a. my mother's favourite rapper, and this is the In Your Neighbourhood podcast. Baby! Baby! Baby.